Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh. And not to the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson. It's hey, a feeling, fucking Collingwood hey, theme song. Hey, feeling well? There's <laughs> <laughs> Dane's microphone. Six from six from seven against the days. Days are gone. Can't win the flag. Have, have they beat anyone above them yet? Uh, we definitely haven't. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, well, hello. Uh, it's uh, Swanee and wow. friends. It's Samantha Richards. I've been Swan. excited all week. I don't get excited to come in here ever. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> good to know, I guess. Yeah. Thank God well, I didn't bump into you. Which room were you in? Yeah, no, I was in a room in... He's got a bit of a pep in his step, doesn't he? Yeah. Yes. I'll tell you, I'm never excited to come in here, but this is the one. This is <laughs> so the one week. Like. Yeah. Um, Which room were you in? I was, I was in a football club in Roeville. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Could you see the ground from there? No, the, just, just, just the, just the light. Um, I got, I did get home for. I recorded the game at home and then watched the second half. Uh, like it was live. So right. Oh, yeah. as in you had the fade off and you just. Well, I, I, yeah, basically, I didn't turn. I didn't look at social media. Look at the scores. I got home. Yeah. I just I knew the scores to the second half because it was on at the gap. I I got up at half time and I was like, by the time I'd finished that, I just um, left straight after that. Like you, <laughs> Leo Sayers, yeah. happy. Um, no, more. but the pie, mate. I, I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't stick with the one to thirty nine. God, yeah, yeah, they've been a, they've been a gold mine, but um, no, they just keep on keeping on. The D's in a bit of a pickle, are they? No. No, they're not. No, not at all. Uh, for what reason? Because <laughs> we're playing well. H- how? Yeah, you're playing well. You've lost four of you. What have you lost? Four of your last seven or something? Right. I'll, I'll, I'll bring this up, the rundown. Okay, now if you've got it down, the rundown, you can go the normal stuff. No, no, not about the Ds. Oh. But about, I, I want to ask you something. Because my, my, I've I learnt the hard way with racing. Like, you'd always look at stats of horses that flashed home and ran really good closing sectionals. You know what they did next start? They flashed home again and got beaten again. What I'm saying is I've had to learn, had to, mm. the hard way, mm-hmm. what numbers work and what numbers don't work and what numbers are complete shit. Mm-hmm. The footy world is full of shit numbers. Mm. So 
And I'm asking you as a fantasy pig. Sound effects, yeah. So I listen to Brenton Sanderson on SEN on Saturday morning. Why? It's very good. Well, I like okay. well because I, I, unlike you, don't don't understand the intricacies okay. of the game. So I'm now asking you as someone okay. from the intricacies yep. of the game. So he said Petrarca, along these lines, Petrarca, yep. Oliver, uh, Brayshaw, <laughs> who am I missing? Uh, Viney. Uh, you talk about midfielders. Yeah, Viney. Yeah. Could not have played better. Mm. Look what they had. They had 42, 36, 37 and, and 31. Mm. Yeah. They could not have played better. But the problem was... Well, hang on. They got beaten. Mm. So they could have played better. Because then later Luke Hodge spoke about the hardest kick is the spot kick to a, a player up forward yeah. and connecting. So they could have played better because they didn't win. Yeah, well maybe it's is it the other is it the periphery around them? Because four players can't win win you a game, you wouldn't imagine, unless fucking someone kicks eleven. Yeah. Then then maybe they might be able to win off their own boot. But um yeah, you'd say it's it's a team game, Ralph. It's not tennis. It it's no, but this is my point that a lot of the numbers that that clubs look at, yeah, they look at things in isolation. It's a whole of game, yeah, experience. Of it's not like uh, so the horse racing quarters like one sort of thing, Ralph. It, it is absolutely <laughs> quarters one. That's what I'm saying. So so if your if your mids aren't connecting with your forwards, yeah, well then you're not and to to the extent that you win. It wouldn't matter if they had 50 possessions each, would it? No. Well, if in the BNF, it would. Cause <laughs> and <laughs> and all, all Australians, yeah. So they look at things via, yeah. like you'd look at Supercoach, say, well, this bloke's played well because he's had the ball X amount of times. But if the point of winning a game of football is to outscore the opposition, yeah, I would think, at my yeah. basic level, mm-hmm. then actually they'd look at numbers wrong. Mm. because, mm-hmm. and, and similarly, late in the game. Yeah. I thought we are fucked here. I, 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 I thought you were fucked about ten, five minutes into the third quarter. You could just see the door was open. Oh yeah, and you see the momentum shifting yep. and the pressure. I don't know what flies done to him in the preseason. Should be getting wider. Should be down there. Um, <laughs> but man, they, no one can go with them for for four quarters. It's their pressure is incredible. And like you say that Oliver like had forty five whatever he had. Yeah. But you look at someone like Braden Maynard, the impact he had on the game late. Like oh, yes. I don't even know what he had. He wouldn't have. He would have had nowhere near thirty. I would imagine. But the like in my head, he's and listen. I'd rather have forty two than have a big tackle every day of the week. <laughs> like don't get me wrong, and lose every day of the week. <laughs> of course. I can, oh, come on, love. It's, it's all about myself. That's right. I was. I was so, glad yeah. you took that yourself. But like the impact that they had on the game was seemed much bigger. Because when the whistle cracking, they oh, cut, he made a couple of huge tackles, which he certainly won't get Brownlow votes for that. But I mean, Oliver might get the three. But um, mate, just Collingwood's pressure—you could just see it was coming, coming, and they just kept trying and trying. And eventually, you could see Melbourne's walls just start to break. Yeah, and no, they didn't have an inside fifty in the last seven minutes or something. So the the reason so late in the game, if you're leading. You play differently to if you're trailing, yeah. Well, you think so if you're if it's close. So when but when the numbers come out, the numbers and we'll say it in quotation marks yeah. come out, clubs and and the media go, well, this is how good someone played. Yet, if 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 Braden Maynard is there to smash the shit out of players and to make sure that they protect the lead, who cares how many numbers he's getting? That's what I'm saying. That the numbers, yeah, in general. Po- uh, 
Footy meet, footy people look at numbers wrong. And that's why everyone is worried about the pies percentage and that, but they've won 11 in a row. Exactly. So it doesn't matter. It's like it's a um, it's a skill to win those close games. You can win one or two and be a fluke, obviously. Like ball bounces the wrong way or whatever it is, but um, they're trained for it. And you can just tell they ramp, they ramp up the pressure in the last in the last half. I don't know. I don't know their game plan as much as you do. Go only watch them on the telly. But, um, gee, they just attack and attack and attack and um, they just give the opposition no time with the ball in their front half when they're trying to move forward. And eventually they just they break them down. It's, uh, so, it's again, pl- on, on what you your words, if, if um, Melbourne then have to redo the way they do the on, the, their on-ballers, if uh, they're letting a side give them no room, is that? I mean, well, that, is that ball movement positioning? Is that? I'm asking this as a question, by the way. Yeah. Um, yes and no. I think. I think Collingwood's pressure forced them to kick the ball long and not to, you know, they, they were under so much heat that they were just trying to clear their space, you know, and get it out of them, relay the pressure onto someone else. So fourteen and a half points in last week. Yeah. There's a thing in racing called reprice the race, right? So what you do after a race. You in, it's a, obviously completely notional, but you go with that indi- additional information I just saw. So in other words, after very elegant pissed in the Melbourne Cup, she wouldn't have started twenty six to one in a fit yeah. again. If you redid the most, she's, she's eight or whatever. Yeah. What do you think the if these t- two teams were playing this Friday night again? What do you think the line would be? Ten, eleven. That's what I'm saying. So it wouldn't have moved a lot. No. Nah, because nah. so, Melbourne had most of the play early and didn't kick goals, and Collingwood did. Yeah. And that's why Samantha should have been playing at the Grand Old Flag because we won the expected score game. Well, that's the most important. That's, <laughs> but Ralph. That's the season that's running concurrently with the actual <laughs> scores, is it? Yeah, so when do they, when do they give awards out for that game? But I think we all know the real reason why he's lost. <laughs> because? Ed Langdon. <laughs> Thank you. Ed Langdon's words during the week. I think so. Um, it's clear as day out there to me. What was your mindset when you were talking to the media and someone yeah. said to you about the opposition? Um, well, and uh, oh, I'd just I'd answer honestly without answering honestly. <laughs> Depends. Huh? If I th- well, if I didn't have um, anything funny to say, I'd probably just straight batter. But I was always trying to look for something completely stupid to say. <laughs> yeah, but I but yeah. Um, I actually don't mind what Ed Langdon said. It's good for the game. Well, Collingwood are a one-trick pony. They keep winning by close. <laughs> yeah, it's, fucking, it's a fair trick. <laughs> exactly. It's I a guess fair uh, bloody trick. All of that aside, right, people keep saying that Collingwood, they're not convincing side because they're only winning by six points and you've pointed out that it's a skill. The fact of the matter is they are winning and that's what you need to do to win the grand final. Right? And the fact of the matter is Melbourne aren't winning. But you're still... So, cause like I said, West Coast in 2018, no one goes, well, they only get fucking 15 premiership medals because they won by a kick. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no one... Fu- and there's, Melbourne's green doesn't count last year because it was COVID and stuff like that. It was <laughs> in Perth. Yeah. But, like, does, does Geelong's premiership, when they beat Port by 160, worth any more than West Coast that won by a point? Wouldn't think so. No, exactly. Yeah. So, remember all the prelims? I can't... I, could anyone tell you what... You know, unless you bury for the side, like... How if you got 40... Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, but I, I remember I got four. I can't remember the score. <laughs> it's not about the, um, not about the team effort. But uh, like your finals, all you got to win by is by a point. No mm. one looks back and goes, "Fuck, we're, geez, we're, unf- we're very, very lucky." It's just 
you win the flag and away you go. Now, whether Collingwood can win the flag and all, oh, they well, they can win the flag, whether they will or not, fucking who knows, yeah. but they certainly can win it. Um, they've proven they can match it with every side in the eight. I think they've just about beaten them all, apart from Richmond and Geelong. They, for all intents and purposes, should have beat Geelong, but um, we go to Sydney this week, like a 15 and a half again. It's silly enough to give it. Generosity. Oh, man, it's fucking stealing. But is there anyone in your mind that really stands out for the flag at this point? Because uh, no, early on in the well, season we were like, ah, oh, it's kind of anyone's game. Well, how did well, Geelong have fucking belting everyone? Um, Mooney, Mooney Valley form. Yeah. Cadinia Park. Yeah. Does it, does it not a, won't they play, play a proper game? Yeah, exactly. But, well, Geelong and Collingwood are the two. Yep. And you can't rule out Melbourne until someone beats them in a final. Um, <laughs> but their form isn't great leading in. I wouldn't imagine. I'm, I'm going to... Back him this week to, to beat Carlton, I hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be a shame to see Carlton bounce out of the eight in the fucking last game of the year when we beat him on a Sunday afternoon. That'd be glorious. This is one thing we are in lockstep because we played the Blues this week and then you guys, yeah. were, uh, how big would it be for <laughs> Melbourne if we could two in a row of Carlton losing? Hey, so oh, back to Ed Langdon, you mm. would have you would have interviewed enough footballs over the journey mm. where you're just going, they're just giving me line and length. I'm just going to go with it. Mm. It's going nowhere. Just let him go. <laughs> just kind of shake your head. But in this case, he said something interesting. Exciting. I wonder what he, if he legitimately meant to say that or he just not. If I've never heard him speak. Is he an eloquent kind of speaker or is he an idiot? No, I definitely wouldn't call him an idiot. And I, I, I get the impression that – exactly, I wouldn't – can't think of hearing, hearing him speak. So I get the impression that he's a very considered guy, Yeah, doesn't do much media. And then what he did, he basically repeated some things that were said in the team meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, are the, what, are the cha- what are the chances of Melbourne throwing him up this week or next week <laughs> or during a final? So, so I'll say something, and I, I, I have to qualify it given my position at the club. But Simon Goodwin, Hall of Fame Adelaide player, which you can't flip to get in. It's very hard to get into <coughs> Hall of Fame. It's fucking impossible. <laughs> <laughs> And now Premiership coach at Melbourne. So he's a legend at two clubs. Asterix, Premiership coach. How many times do you remember him saying something interesting in the media? Because I don't. Never. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> so, but it's so refreshing for people. Like, if that's his honest opinion, thank you for giving it. What I'm saying is Simon Goodwin shouldn't be a good judge of what makes interesting media. No, mm. He's a true. very good judge of what makes a good player and a good coach. But right. <laughs> but not that's in what makes good yeah. media. I reckon he might... I reckon he might be on the bottom of the totem pole to do to put up for the press <laughs> over the next six weeks, I would imagine. He's probably done it on purpose. He goes, fuck, there you go. You're well, not, it's funny that. You're not going to get me doing media again. I fucking figured that out. That's, that's, they do that because Libba, who obviously plays for the Doggies, he doesn't. we don't get him for any media anymore live stuff because he has deliberately, <laughs> deliberately, when you interview him, hey, Libba, how do you think? You went, yeah, it's a no you like... Speak up and speak clearly. And he does it on purpose and then he walks off yeah. with a grin like they won't ask me again. So now we don't get him anymore. They're like, no, he doesn't speak well. He speaks very well if you have a conversation with him off air. Oh, exactly. But it's on a, purpose. It's a talent. That yes. is a skill itself. Yes, he's deliberately set um, himself up to not be available. Can you think of a very popular Richmond player who deliberately doesn't say much when yeah. he gets interviewed? Absolutely, yeah, one or two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but once again, like he says something in the media, blasts it all over the walls. Then they say they want... Um, it's great for the game, but then they, on the one hand, you know they they pot him for saying it. So you you can't win. It should you should be able to say that. And hope, hopefully, we get to a stage one day where that is not even a. So you love American sports? Yeah, it's big over there, isn't it? Yeah, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, but that we should get to a, a stage where that's not even a blip on the opposite where the fucking opposition don't even 
read it all, they just go, oh, yeah, we're saying the same shit about them, you know. So now the way, that, the way we're wired over here, that may never happen because we look for fucking anything, any little piece of uh, motivation or the media look for anything to jump down someone's throat like Trelaw back in the day where probably didn't choose his words right. A bit closer to a premiership the Pies and the Tigers. That, that worked out all right, didn't it? Um, but... Well, I guess it's decent for the game, and it's got us three idiots sitting around talking about it for ten minutes. So, of all the people in the world to, for the ball to bounce the wrong way and to have bearing down on you, I don't reckon Braden Maynard would be one you'd want to, thirty seconds into a game after that happened. <laughs> no, no, not at all. He's uh, he's an animal, isn't he? Um, <laughs> it's actually the thing about who would be Collingwood's all Australians because you could look through, you could make a case for none of them. Yep, but they will have to put a couple in their set. If they finish second on the line, they could fall to fifth, but. They finish second on that. You have to, they just have to put them in. I'd say Braden and the two Dacos brothers would be the the three that I would definitely in the squad. They might put one more in the squad, a Crisp or something like that. Darcy Moore, Jordy if he played all year, but he won't. That, that, sorry, is that Jordan Goey who, <laughs> who now should should get Pies have to sign him immediately? Immediately. immediately, immediately, immediately. Six yeah. weeks after they should sack him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. footy's <laughs> a funny game, isn't it? He's probably got one more fuck up in him this year too. Now <laughs> he's probably got one An more extra fuck- week of guarantee. Yeah, yeah, he's probably if, got one more fuck the, up in him. If you were the culture coach down there, which it could be a great role for you, that'd be some advice that you'd I'd give. I'd say everyone's going. sucking your dick now, Geordie. So you probably go out and uh, <laughs> probably get out in a piss tonight and play up again. No, no one would bat an eyelid. Um, yeah, no, I've always said it. <coughs> I hope he stays. It's pretty clear the coach wants him and. I don't really know the power structure of football clubs, but you think if the coach is pretty adamant on keeping a player, you would suggest maybe that they'll keep him. Now, money, or it's going to come down to money, I would imagine. Yeah. <coughs> like everything, if Collingwood are only going to offer him 750 and St. offer him a million over five years, it's 1.25 million. How do you knock that back? So, so uh, well, okay. Because so it's not like when you retire, Jeff Brown or whatever, he goes, Fuck, you know what, well, thanks for law. Here's a million dollar check on your way out the door just for sticking with us. Like, you don't get that money back. You, you don't get that money back. You don't. So so let's say let's say you had a really long career at Collingwood. Could you could you later make money out of Not the fact that you were a, a really a Collingwood great? Could do you think that could well, happen? I fucking haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Fasolo yeah. seems to be doing the plum job. <laughs> oh, good Lord. We, we don't. We, we really don't. need to address this. There. I think we need to get uh, you two in a room. So I, I should have left for St Kilda. <laughs> Not that they wanted me, but. I should have left and taken some more money because I took less money at the contract table because I'm a gentleman. But um, you're a company man. I'm a company man. Was coach at the time? Nathan, um, no, Bart Mick was coach at the time when I could have left. Um, <coughs> and then Nathan was, and he tried to get me to leave, <laughs> and I said no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it'll, it'll, but that that's free money. Yeah, you might make money afterwards, but you might have to do shit for it. Yeah, or well, that's. Free, not free. It's basically free money because you're playing footy anyway. So yeah. um, that'd be hard to pass up. So I think. Do you know any any ex Collingwood players who might have got work out of playing for Collingwood later in their career? Plenty, probably about twenty of them. Yeah, plenty. <laughs> so there, what I'm saying, and without even being a smartass, there is a superannuation policy. Yeah, but you have to work for it. Is my <laughs> point. <laughs> yes. Well, that one that one million dollars is yeah. is in your contract yearly. So you, that's. You know, fifty grand a month or whatever it is, yeah, extra in your, you know. So, um, do you think he's worked this out? Yeah. Oh, he's definitely sat down on the math. So, so it's, <coughs> well, it's, 
when I was getting a new bank account, so you know, <laughs> a month. Um, so, yeah, I would uh, – it's up to him. I would love him to stay. I think it's, I've always said on here and everywhere I get asked, it's hard to leave the big clubs to go play for a club with no supporters. Yep. Like just training, playing in front of twenty to 40,000 every week, playing in all the stadiums where Samantha thinks I've played in. <laughs> Um, <laughs> lo- life's just different, and but you know what? It's also a lot different in the scrutiny side of things. So he yes. actually might want to. Actually, might be better off going or signing. So you know what? No one's going to give a fuck about me down here. I'm just going to go take me money, play some good footy, and try and win some games of footy at Collingwood. It's a double-edged sword. <laughs> and Richmond, Carlton, Essendon, and all the big clubs. You play well, and you like or Pendlebury or something. You never fuck up. You're going to be here, God forever. In the media and stuff like you'll, you'll walk straight into whatever job he wants, Scott. If you fuck up, you're the, you're the worst cunt in the world, like in the media, and then um, your life's a little bit more stressful because everyone's you know, got scrutiny all over you. But are you saying James Stevenson's under less scrutiny now at North Melbourne? <sighs> yes, just a little bit, just a little bit. A lot of mate, eighty percent of people would have forgotten who he was. <laughs> oh, really? I, I think he's getting a fair whack. Is he, what's he getting whack for? His lack of ability on the football field. Imagine no. if he was playing at Collingwood. Yeah. Did you see that turnover? If Which imagine, one? The, 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 yeah. imagine, the imagine if he's playing at Collingwood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that that hurt someone who might have been on a mo- on a line. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You, you would have said naughty words, but <laughs> Swans packed it in. <laughs> so they're still talking about him, but what you're saying is. The effect. I'm not talking about him nowhere near as much. Right. And you're saying that, no. like, if he was playing at Collingwood, he would have been dropped. But not so much. He might not have been more. dropped, but he'd be fucking scrutinised because everyone talks about the big clubs. No one flicks on Footy Classified or 360 or all this to talk about Make North. That microphone closer, you're doing a real. To talk about North, G, to talk about North, GWS. So, you know, all the clubs, the irrelevant clubs down the bottom. No one. So, <laughs> are you saying, for instance, you're, you're surely not saying that rather than talk about what North did wrong and what Adelaide did wrong. Kane Corn said that Collingwood are celebrating too much just for clickbait. Yeah, exactly. Running room of the great, <laughs> running room of the prime market yesterday. Actually, our, 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 he's about he'd be able to ride at Flemington at the moment. Oh mate, he? he's tiny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How the fuck did he used to play on me? Well, I <laughs> flicked him off. Um, no, yeah. He's, he's, I was like, what are you doing around here? He's an all Australian meeting or something today, he said. And he is running from Adelaide to Melbourne, so it's a fair effort. Yeah, I know, unbelievable. Yeah, I couldn't do it in a car. Um, <laughs> but, For but, but yeah, the um, scrutiny is way less intense at all those clubs. Anyway, like, back to you. Um, how are you feeling? Well, it's sore, Rob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did a Jaden Stevenson on the weekend, kicked wow. out for full back straight to the opposition, <laughs> kicked a goal. It was beautiful. <laughs> did the crowd say anything? No, I was up. Uh, crowd did say some stuff, but not then. Do you uh, feel violated that someone without your permission put a video of you on, on well, online of kicking well, a goal yeah, out of your ass? Yeah, well, I'm surprised I didn't put the other two up. <laughs> Must be Collingwood. Kicked a better one, yeah. yeah. Kicked, kicked a couple of good ones, actually. That was Super Rules. That's where my rib injury started. You got um, a rib injury, Dane. That is yeah, an old man injury. Yeah, some fat fucking arsehole come up. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know if you can call... I don't, I don't know if you can... Well... Well, the... Yeah, call him a fucking asshole, but that's fat shaming. Yeah. I, I, well, I'm one of them. Well, no, he was obese. Oh, dear. But um, well, I was told in Super Bowls there's no How like... How fat was he? Yeah, fat. There was no <laughs> like going back with the fight. And I just... So I, was, I just... You're not allowed to crash into people. So, like, right. you know, it's a friendly game. And mm. 
I was just standing there, ball got up and he just ran past and elbowed me straight what in the ribs. I went down. Maybe I'm getting older and my body's getting is less. I probably wasn't tense enough and he got me right in this good spot. I was last Sunday and my ribs were fucking killing me all week and then had to play Saturday and I got dumped halfway through the second quarter and my ribs just exploded. I've never been it's the most painful injury I've ever had. Really? Yeah. More than your life ending foot injury. Yeah, but I got like heavily medicated then I've, you've got doctors and all that looking for you and it's just a foot mm. you know you, what do you need? he's not going to get a payout for a rib injury yeah, exactly what do you need a foot for on a broken leg you know wow. um like that that was annoying but my ribs they're the sorest the most it's most uncomfortable because it's the sorest when i'm in bed yep like it's fucked like, I I can't, can't put, well, when i'm sitting up like this it's all right well, it's all right now. I can just about breathe without any pain now. So it's been a while. But Is Tate allowing for it? Pardon? Is Tate allowing for it? No, I'm sp- I f- nearly forgot him on the way here. I had to drive back and get him. <laughs> Hang on. What? You went over that sentence with, I haven't spoken to him. Yeah. First of all, he's your son. Second of all, you back that up with, I nearly forgot him. Mm. Well, so how does that come about? How do you, first of all, not speak to your son? It lives in the same house. I don't speak back. Um, well... Well, because I was, because I was running late, because I can't sleep, because yeah. I I can't yeah, yeah. I can't sleep on my back, I can't sleep on my stomach, I can't oh. sleep on my side. Mm. So thank fucking goodness I've got a bed where you can like a where you can put put it up and stuff like that. You know, you can like a hospital bed. Yeah, so mm. I was sitting up like a fucking veggie, um, <laughs> like up, and that's the only way I had to sleep. I had to bring me, I got like an anti zero gravity button on me. On my remote control for me bed, so I had to sort of sit up. Um, what? <laughs> Nothing at all. Keep going. So it's so, uh, like he I'll said it pre-show, listeners. He said it pre-show. I said, "Thank fuck you didn't say it when we were recording." Well, you always say keep the stuff. <laughs> you, well, we're not allowed. Are we never allowed to talk in here before no, that no, because Ralph's always us keep it for the pod. So I'm um, no just trying to trying to be authentic. Um, so I, I can basically only sleep sitting up. I'm like a fucking horse or something. Don't yeah, they horses can oh. sleep standing. Yeah, exactly. That's how I need to figure it out. So, yeah. like, even I'm sitting on this chair now. So it's it's honestly the most painful injury I think I've ever had. It's f- it's so annoying. Now, have you got an X-ray? No, no, I don't want to know. Do you have to pay for them now? Yeah, probably. Well, I'll probably <laughs> figure it out down in Collingwood, but I don't want to know because if we play, f- we play. What's f- that always? Here? It should be. I'll, I'll probably figure it out. As in, I'll stand on my own two feet and I'll you know go yeah. to the GP. Get a referral. No, well, go no get po- an what's the point? Well, it's, it's just going to be pain management. So yeah, but at least you would know. I want to know because they might say well, you could tell Tate, "Hey, no jumping." You might down. not be able to play. Okay. For finals in two weeks, so it's pretty full. Apparently, Fez is there. <laughs> yeah, right. you'll have a broken, real broken nose when I see him. So, so <laughs> um, yeah. So, so, my, so I haven't been. I've been very uncomfortable. So I've, I've hardly slept the last. Four or five nights, it's been fucked. Um, but you know what, we soldier on. Um, so I'm, I'm most comfortable during the day now. Uh, I hate going, I dread going to sleep because I just, I don't know, even on, it's only on one well, side. On but on too. the other side, it's still sore when I lay on that side. I don't know why, I don't know what the, f- they must, all your ribs must be connected. Mm, funny that. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Well, I don't know why, but. Um, and how did you nearly forget Tate? Because I was in a rush, like here. Yeah. So I was going to be late. Yeah. Well, I, Sam didn't think that's an excuse. I don't. I don't, you, you don't, yeah, I don't, I don't see yeah. how that's still. Well, what do you mean? Like, I, I got halfway here and said, fucking hell, Tate's at home. 
Parody head. So I just uh, <laughs> I rang him and said, you'll be all right, mate? And I go, fuck, I better take him to daycare. So I had to swing back and take him to daycare. He was all right. He was okay, was he? He was fine. What, was he sitting up? MLB was on? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, no, I hadn't put the baseball on for him yet. He was still in his cot. doing his best. Shane. I wouldn't tell Taylor that. I like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let her know. She's an avid listener of this podcast. She'll find out. Yeah, she loves it. Yeah. You're a Ricky Stewart fan? Oh, so glad you brought that in. Uh, I don't really... I know who, of him. I don't, I've, I've I don't got questions about this. I, 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 I haven't heard what you're talking about. I don't know what this is. I've been too <coughs> busy dealing with my own pain. Yeah, it's true. So, Ricky Stewart's a um, <coughs> coach. <laughs> what? I can't cough. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mate, it's not good. I'm we on my deathbed. We should get a violin sound effect on that pad over there. Jeez, I love you. Mate, what have you done that's been painful? The last year or so. Well, seven will think. What? Tomorrow's the day. What, what have you done? Tomorrow, is it? Well, he's won tomorrow, but I was in labour for 12 days, Dane. So what's wrong with that? Mate, all women do it. Not all men have broken ribs. This is true. Not all women do it for 12 days, though. Actually, no, you can't. I can't. I can't I've had a broken rib before and it's not even close. I was going to say, maybe you're close to Yeah, no, it's way worse. Yeah. Way worse. Okay. Ricky Stewart. Ricky Stewart is the Canberra Raiders coach in yeah. the NRL. He, uh, in a press conference at the end of a game, called a player, Jarman Salmon, a weak gutted dog. Is that his own player or...? A no, opposition. He said, I had a bit to do with, uh, loosely, he said, I had a bit to do with um, Salmon in his junior career. He was a weak gutted dog then and he's a weak gutted dog now. A weak gutted dog? I've never really heard that one together. Mm. Um, it's a fair, fair spray. Well, what did he do? He kicked one of... Um, Ricky Stewart's players, Bob. one of the Raiders in the jewels. In the so he jewels. was lying on his back. Proper? What was it? Evan Wack. Oh, no. Well, because when you're hearing that without seeing it, mm. yeah. you sort of see walk up and boot the balls. So he's lying on his back, the, the salmon, and his feet was be- was between the legs of the other guy, and he's lifted his legs. And given it a, so how on purpose was it, do you think? Well, if you ask Ricky Stewart, no, no I'm asking. History. I'm asking you two. Well, no. Well, our, our opinion's. Less relevant than the fact I think he got fined. So he didn't even get... I was going to say, my next question was how long did yeah. he get? He didn't. See, yeah, so it's con- obviously it was considered by those who follow the game not, not yeah. overly mm-hmm. uh, a big deal. But Ricky Stewart has been sat down for a week. <coughs> Why? For saying weak goat dog. Oh, yeah. I think that's a bit extreme. Well, this is my question to you. <coughs> oh, I, I think have two he's questions. He's what are your opinion on it? He's just... Uh, without actually having seen the incident, he's supporting his player. So I don't have a problem with it. Once again... Like it's, it's one of those ones that is good for the game. Next time they play him, you watch. There'll be a fucking huge interest in the game and what happens and the lead up to it. Um, I don't have a problem with that. I didn't call it. it. Wasn't any racially motivated or didn't know sexually orientation behind it. He's called him a weak dog. I can move on. Probably, de- probably defamatory. Why? I said probably. I'm not a legal expert at Caulfield Tech any more than you're. Because he's a weak dog. Mate, things get heated, mate. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've nothing to say here. Move on. Like, so what's more I don't have a problem with it. What's more disingenuous, the uh, media saying that let Egg Langdon say what he likes and then complain about it for a week or, <laughs> or the, the rugby league people being outraged over something that they'll then talk about for a week. Yeah, exactly. It's all... <coughs> It's good clickbait. It's uh, what? It's it's good. You can't cough properly, Sam. It's good clickbait. 
Um, so I, I don't really have a problem with it. No, I haven't seen the incident, but <coughs> he's he's supporting his player. Did, yeah. did it start a punch on? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, well, ma- and maybe they've got some history. Like you said, maybe he, mm. maybe they've had a blue earlier, yeah. but. Um, there's, there's, yeah, there's I, I think it's a bit rough being suspended for a week. My, so <coughs> obviously, it's not as big a deal as in, I think Raiders are, they're halfway down the ladder, Panthers are first. But a coach sitting out for a week, how much of an effect does that have <coughs> on, on, your, on your season? Yeah. It is rugby. Well, it's rugby league, <laughs> to, be, to be technical. Yeah. Um, well, that's less, that's less strategy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So no, I, I think, mate, you've got a million coaches, assistants, like... Now, he might be a very great tactical coach. I've got no idea. I don't, but um, I think they can get by for one week. Is he allowed to? We can go to training no, setup. Yeah, just no contact on game day. Yeah, we can set up the game plan. It'll be fine. They're going to probably get smoked by the Panthers anyway, aren't they? They're on top. They, so yeah, that's, well, that's who they played last week. Oh, last week. Okay, that might be good for them because there might be this the old backs against the wall. You know, the old backs against the wall, us against them mentality. So. Um, might take him at the line. Uh, any, any, uh, any. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. TV recommendations, please, before we get to some listening questions. Yeah, I just finished Blackbird last night. That was really good. Mm. Now, what, what is that? That was awesome. Roughly? Uh, it's a true story. Uh, Synopsis it for us. Uh, young collie, a high school football star, Falls in with the wrong crowd, ends up becoming a, a drug dealer, gets sentenced to 10 years, um, no parole. And, you know, his old man was a copper and stuff like that. Anything, he was a bit crooked. And then um, he's a good looking, charming kind of guy. And the DA comes in and says, um, if you do this one thing for us, you can, well, your sentence will be gone. And that's the go into the. Insane, going to the maximum insane prison with all the mentally insane killers and that, and get a confession from this guy that. Um, Good storyline. It's real. Who has killed? Oh, it's real. Yeah, so it's about Yeah, so who's killed? Is it a doc or a movie? Taron Edgerton, yeah, the pommy kid, um, and the and the guy who played. He looks like a serial killer. The guy who played the you know the Atlanta bombing guy who played the movie. Oh, the Richard Jewell. Yeah, yeah, him. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, but that guy, yeah. he's plays the serial, the serial killer. So he's a great actor. It's um, he goes in, so he accepts because his old man gets crooked. So he goes. Don't give no, well, it's a real story, so you, you can guess what happens. They fucking made a movie out of it, so <laughs> um, they made a series out of it. So he goes in and goes <laughs> to befriend this guy named Larry Hall to try and get a confession or where one of the bodies are buried, 
and it sort of goes between him trying to get it and the coppers on the outside still trying okay. to get him. It's fucking really good. So I fucking got on Google last night, obviously looked up the real people and um, it was really, really good. Uh, yeah, for uh, that. Where do we consume this? Apple. Uh, have I mentioned Righteous Gemstones on this? <coughs> I'm not sure, but I've seen that, yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, spoiler alert, well, not a spoiler alert, but if you, in this season, if you get to the shaving pubes scene, okay. it's one of the great scenes of all time. Mm. Uh, and I saw The Sound of Metal. Not no, a bad movie. Yeah, have you seen that? that? Nah, I've flicked past it a few times. All right. Very uh, good. What else? Uh, we started watching, start, anything, Sam? <coughs> started watching The Resort. Uh, anything? It's not bad, just because I'm not allowed to watch anything dark or anything before bed because Tell mm. has bad dreams or something. <laughs> so we have, to watch, we have to watch all our stuff. A thriller kind of shit yep. early and then watch some easy going. So that's just an e- easy follow along. Uh, we also, I knocked off um, the terminal list too. Terminal. Terminal list. That was pretty What's good. That? Um, that's on Prime. That, is that Chris Pratt? Oh, yeah. So oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, um, he comes back from oil. He's, he's old team over in his Navy, Navy SEAL or something. I could be wrong there, but he goes in Afghanistan. He Basically, all his team die over there, and he comes back, and um, something's afoot with what happened, yeah. and, it, and he's got a, he's got a, the terminalist. He's got a list of everyone. His family gets killed back home, and he's got a list, and he goes through it all and fucking kills. You know, tries to kill everyone on it. It's a it's a so reasonable, it's, sort of like it's reasonably simple plant <laughs> plot, but um, but it's a pretty good watch. So there's a couple of twists and turns in it where you. I actually seen it coming, but um, <laughs> so so good or that's no, good. It it's, defi- it's definitely worth a watch. Eight episodes, like, you know. Uh, you've good. opened the door there. What, what's what's Taylor's rule about you speaking during a movie about the see see it coming? Are you allowed to give your opinion? Yeah, yeah we're allowed to give an opinion. <laughs> yeah, it has to be quick. We I, we listen. We watch it in subtitles anyway. I watch everything yeah, in subtitles. So if she's talking for a second, <laughs> I can still read it because um, I have to have it on that fucking low. Mm. Scotty is like a basset hound. <laughs> Turn it down, like, I can't fucking hear it. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I've to, to stick my ear up to the TV to listen to the fucking thing. So why don't you get like um, headphones? Yeah, how's she gonna listen to it? Well, you can both have a pair. You can't. You can't. Mm, I guess so. Fair enough. Fair yeah, cool. How would you both you have a pair? I've, I've got. Uh, see, I should listen to Taylor's advice because I don't. And then when we go to go to bed. I check the doors like 12 times. And Stephen's like, I've just fucking checked that door. And you did too. I have to check it again because I've just watched something scary before bed. So maybe I need to um, take on Taylor's advice there. But there's a documentary on Netflix called The Girl in the Picture. Have you seen it? No. Yeah, I think I have. Very good. Twists and turns the whole way through. And you think you know and then you don't know because then they're not who they th- you thought they were. They're not even who they thought they were. Very good. True crime. And I just started watching one which um, has got interesting called I Just Killed My Dad, which is also a documentary. <laughs> and we're Not at knife point. No? No. no true crime. I'm a true yeah. crime buff. <laughs> Obviously. You know yeah. I think there's, there's true, client, true crime on that Larry Hall. Um, is there? On the Blackbird thing. He wrote a book too. It's he, so he wrote the book. But he's now, oh, I won't give it away, what he does after it, but um, definitely worth a watch. Uh, I, you know what I did watch? That Bad Vegan. What a fucking ridiculous story that is. <laughs> Why would you even bother? Explain that one. Oh, it's um, a bird had like a real had lot. One of the first was kind of New York. This um, 
a pub, real popular vegan restaurant, which you know all the celebs and that would go to, and then she basically gets swindled from this bloke who said she uh, he could make her dog immortal, and she loved her dog and that. Like, what a fucking idiot! <laughs> um, so she basically like stole like millions of dollars through the restaurant and didn't pay everyone, and then like they went on the run and stuff like that, and you know eventually get caught, but. Make a dog. What a fucking moron. <laughs> no, v- vegan, you know, that just about sums them up. Yeah. Do you I know any vegans? Uh, I'm sure I do, but morons. I am. Um, <laughs> think you can make, that's how, they don't have got enough meat in them to make their brains start to work to realise that dogs can't be made immortal. Even um, though mine's fucking making a good effort of it. We, let's touch on the block because your daughter sent through a, a wonderful list, which I thought was very much on point. Um, so we should bring that up. But when we, while we are talking, God, fuck's sake! He's You're in right? pain. Have you had any pain? Has you done anything about this, or just gonna? I'm heavily medicated on endone and oxys. Right now, are you? Well, after you drove on in here? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, had a, cu- had a bottle of wine with it this morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the list. So, so my daughter wrote a list. The block couples every year. Bogan parents. Farmer hippie couple, millennium couple, hot guys, the two besties just there to make friends, competitive couple that's not here to make friends. Yeah. Is that it? Is that the whole show? Absolutely right. on point. You're um, a block fan? I, I love the block. I would love to go on the block. Why don't you bloody... We were, we were going to apply to go on the block and then I fell fucking pregnant, Whose fault's that? You're selfish? I know. Right. Stevens. Why don't, you, why don't you apply this year? Because I have a, I had an under one-year-old and I'm trying to run three businesses. But well, well I love a backstory like that. Exactly. I, do, I do digress. My question is... Dane does everything for the podcast. He dads. Exactly. You should do it for publicity too. Yeah. Well, my question is there was a couple, and obviously they left because it's not on brand for them or whatever. Um, there was an ex-AFL footballer. His name was Joel something. Played for... Oh. I think he played Carlton and GWS. He definitely played GWS. Anyway, I didn't know who he was either. Um, That's probably why he's on the block. Probably. But my question <laughs> is why... This he leads with. I'm an ex AFL footballer, and I now do this and the other. No one else goes on there and goes. Oh, I'm an ex hairdresser. Yeah, but, but why do, no why one do gives we have a fuck to, about being an ex hairdresser? Why do we have to reference the fact that you used to play football? You don't. Play do you reckon they would? Look, that's how one. That's how he would have got on the show. Well, he didn't last more than an episode. I know, but like, I would if I applied, I would get on it 100. percent Like, if any, like, you would just get on it because of who you yeah, are. Right. So you would have to say. Oh, when I did celebrity, get me out of it. You had to say, I'm X fucking. They, they make you say, unless See, he's that full of himself that he actually wants to tell everyone. But generally, <laughs> how those things go, you, you, they sit down and go, right now, tell us, mate. Oh, I'm Dane. We need a bit more than that. I'm Dane Swan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you say, give us something like, I'm fucking Brownlow medalist, premiership player, Dane. And then you have to say all that shit. So you do come across sounding like a fuckwit. But you know what, you, when you sign up for those things. Right. Sure, one of them was out there saying that they're like a fucking social influencer as well. His wife. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> okay, there you go. So, lost. And now, actually, probably those people actually probably enjoy well, saying that. She said global social influencer. Okay, well, there, well, there, well, that's not well. So, they've obviously. I would hope, well, I would hope they've been told been to say that. I would hope so. Thank you for the insight. If not, um, no wonder they didn't last long. <laughs> Are you getting anything on either of the Josh Kennedys for us? They're both announced. Uh, I tweeted, I'd be having a conversation with uh, with Josh Kenny Foles Collingwood if we. D- the West Coast Which one, yeah. Well, I'm not. Yeah, we don't even know. Like now, if Dan McStay comes to Collingwood, I wish him all the best. But he's not Josh Kennedy. 
I reckon you could get Josh Kennedy for half the price too. Like Dan McStay hasn't kicked a hell of a lot of goals, and he's going to be the he's going to be the the number one banana when he gets yeah. down to Collingwood. So um, you want to fucking pick that up, <laughs> and if he if he gets forward, so I'm not sure whether they whether that's still a great deal or not. But they can, Josh Kennedy's from Mel from Victoria, is he? I think he's from Kerrang or something like that. I think so. I should know that. Mate, pick him, tell him to come back in January. Well, just give us one year, play 10, 15 games, get right. Collingwood, you think, are going to be up there again next year. Made a big forward in finals. Like, even though Brody's been unbelievable, but he would be much better with a big key like that. I'd, I'd ask the question. You know, they might not want him and they might not have room in the salary cap, but um, even Melbourne. Yeah, key yeah. forward. Um, it wouldn't hurt to ask, but he's been a wonderful player. Who do you think won that trade? Is that what we're talking about? Oh, no, no, <laughs> no I, I, that's as bad. I enjoy that as much as debate about tribunal incidents. Huh. That's why I like doing our show because we don't do that. Um, uh but yeah. So the Josh West Coast Kennedy. You would have had some more <coughs> than the Sydney Joe, Joe yeah, Kennedy. Yeah, but um, yeah, Josh. What did he kick seven hundred goals? It's yeah. very hard to do. I, I would ring him and see if there was any chance. Mate, just come back in January, February. Mate, start your preseason late. Come back. He who can't be named amused me a lot, a lot about Josh Kennedy. He, he would genuinely do his head in, watch him enjoy giving off hammers. Yeah, it's no good. And he's, mate, he's an unbelievable <laughs> kick too. Like no, the weekend, fuck, he flushed them all. Like, yeah. um, I'll, if you had to kick ten, I, I had to. I was equivalent of like the Kobe retirement when Kobe went for sixty. Yes. Um, like kicking ten on your last game, but he obviously fell short. Um, but phenomenal player for a very long time. Um, you know he's, he's actually quite good to watch, even though um, they're hor- horrendous. <laughs> but yeah, I'll pick yeah. up the phone if I was there and just see he he might be well and truly done, but he might get the itch come October November. Um, if he moves back, the other Josh Kennedy, <coughs> yeah, just when you play like the way he plays, your body's going to let you down eventually. Um, it's just part and parcel. You can't play like that forever. Danger, it's why Dangerfield, you know, all the. The greats who throw their body around like that eventually, it comes from all because you can't sustain Joel Selwood. You can't sustain that level of, I don't know, fierceness or aggressiveness, well, physicality, whatever you want to call it. Not being a smartass, but it's starting to be that with Dusty as well, isn't it? Yeah, well, like you just can't be that physical and have that. Not that he had great leg speed anyway, but yep. you know, you just can't play that forever. And what do you play? 280 games or something like that. A few flags? Did he have a few flags in there? One. One? Yeah. More than a lot. Um, no, nah, he was a probably a bit stiff when not winning a Brownlow a couple of times. He had a couple of great years there, but um, no, nah, he was awesome, uh, really good. Um, but the you see the writing on the wall, he's probably you, his days were numbered probably this year. Just when you lose a step and you're not quick already, yep, like you, you're fucked. Um, yeah, did you, what did you think before we get on the listen questions? What did you think about Crips? Did you think he should have got two weeks? I, I, I don't honestly. <laughs> I don't have an opinion. Well, well if you're the tribunal, what would you have done? No, I didn't even look at it closely. It, it, could, it could have gone either way. So I understand why they do it. I understand why they didn't do it. I think the the argument why why he should have got two weeks was um, he uh, wanted to impose himself physically. He didn't want to knock him out. But if you knock him out. That's the outcome, right? You so are then, gone. yeah. You are then uh, liable to to the reckless element of it. Mm. What about um? Why can you hit Jack Ginnivan as high as you want? Exactly right. So it, if 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 the lower level argument, it's just moronic because reckless mm. tackling at lower level 
is much more likely to happen mm. having having experienced the only thing I can, can talk mm. about with authority is lower level. It, it, it's piss easy to tackle someone recklessly at local level. It's yeah. very hard to do what um, Patrick Cripps did at, at, at lower <coughs> level. Because yeah. one, one, one actually is skill and a, and a huge body. Mm. And Willie Rioli did the same thing, was it? Or was it? I think so. Or I don't know. Um, and, and before... Uh, uh, are you because you're a generation younger than me, Samantha? Mm. Are you an Olivia Newton-John uh, heartbroken person? Can you sing us one of her songs for <laughs> yes. us? We know. I'm waiting. Wonderful wa- songs. I'm waiting for this band to come out. Unfortunately, um, I'm not going to be singing an Olivia Newton-John song today. She Why? will turn in her grave. No, sure. I think she'd be a boy. She might float up from her grave. No, I've no? got some. Um, I didn't know her, but I've got a few friends in the industry that were very, very close to her and are mm, quite You're pick that up? Yeah. No. Mm. More more so that she um, – I, I wasn't heartbroken like those, those of my friends were, but it is a – it's a sad loss. But in saying that, she fought cancer for a long time and she was 73 yep. and she went around friends. I think that she, you know, she had a, she had a good innings in a sense. My wife had a good tear yesterday. so Did she? She, she was – She's a bit like me with Robbie Flower. She met her idol and, and went up in her, in her estimation because she was even, yeah. a, even she's a nicer one of those, person. Yeah, she's I, one of those um, once-in-a-lifetime, once-in-a-generation humans that a bit like mm. uh, we've spoken about him recently in Jim Steins. Yep. They're just – their legacy that they leave is and, just incredible. And what Neil's doing as well in, in, in his area of uh, MND. Um, so um, grade five or grade six – a classmate was called Jason Goldsmith. Now, his dad was Brian Goldsmith, and if you were a 70s or 80s player, you would know Brian Goldsmith because he was co- he had that beautiful quotation, the nightclub king, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he was... Oh. Ma- <laughs> so, so is this the prince? Right? No, no, he owned about four of them, and all the, all the league footballers <laughs> would always go there. Um, but he was married to Rona Newton-John, Olivia's oh. sister. So this is late 70s. Greece had peaked Greece, and there... At at the front to pick up Jason was Olivia <laughs> in class, and it was dead set would have been the equivalent of Taylor Swift coming to pick up someone. Oh <laughs> so we, we all queued up and got our autograph. Was <laughs> yeah. she driving? Uh, I think it was something good. Yeah, it might have been Brian's car. Um, right from Alia, if Swanee didn't get injured, how long would he have played? Oh, on the weekend. <laughs> I think they're talking about <laughs> playing days. Oh, playing days. Um. I don't know. It's it's a tough one. A couple of things that have all got into it. Uh, I'm sure the coach liked me. Um, money. Um, but I probably would have played at least one more year because I, I say I would have retired, but it's very hard to let go of something that, I've, that I'd known and a creature of habit. If, if I, put it this way, if I'd have known I would have got to a grant in 2018, I probably would have tried to keep going anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Just to, you know, have one year of trying to get me foot back then. <coughs> but it's very, very hard to say. But I, at least... One more year, um, so they would have taken him to 17 and then probably just had to have sucked and seed. From Tex, who was the best fighter at the Pies back in the day? Best fighter? Um, there was a few, like Crack and Leon were very sharp and athletic. Uh, Dids and Jono were good. Licker was very good. Fit and sharp, probably probably those. Pebs, you wouldn't like to be hit by Pebs, Anthony Rocker. Yes. Yeah, probably them. They all probably had a fair bit of skill and enjoyed it. 
Uh, from Wallace, when did Ralphie leave the game Friday night? <laughs> you you amused me, Sam. You said he's still here. <laughs> well, because I had a, I was off to go get a coffee. Fuck me, the waft of alcohol that came out of the MCC on mm-hmm. yeah, on that happy. on Friday night. Drowning their sorrows. Good lord, it was bad. It was. I, I just opened the control room door and through the hallway came. This, I, I nearly got drunk off the stench of it. That's why I, I thought I'd text you. What time did what time did you leave? Early in the third quarter. Is that when you knew? You knew. I wasn't confident, I'm going to say. No, I was still had a little... I was hoping to catch you for a cuppa, but... I still had a, work, a lot of work to do in front of Fleming to work, so I didn't crack the shit. I'm looking forward to Saturday night. Maybe I can enjoy myself. Yeah, are you going? Plus, play, plus players night, which I don't think I'll play. I don't think I'm this weekend. Yeah, but we're, we, we, we make it a good night from Craig. Busy weekend this weekend for me. What do you got on? Uh, it'll be giving back to do. Good. <laughs> from Thursday, Craig. Friday, must Saturday, to, Sunday, actually. Must be starting to ramp up for you, Dane. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, He's not disappointed with the pies going into <laughs> September. <laughs> oh, that'll be a real shame. <laughs> a real shame they make the granny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How much is your fee? Well, do you want a Collingwood player, do you? <laughs> Early September, I've got nothing on because, you know, St Kilda will be playing final. We'll play finals. We get beat in the first or second final. Well, I'll have to commiserate with my teammates, so I can't be giving back then. But what about Uber Uber style? There is surge price to get that time of year. That's fucked, mate, Uber. No, I'm not. I'm mean for sportsman's diet. Yeah, too. yeah, absolutely. From uh, Craig, Dane, what's St Kilda City need to do to go deep into the finals? What do they need to do better? What do we need to do better? Um, just don't be so undisciplined. Give away 30 free kicks. And get some new umpires. That'd be nice. Uh, <laughs> I fucking do not enjoy uh, umpiring us. Is it the old Jack Ginevan... Are they blowing the jack in of and whistling? So I heard Mick Moldhouse, sorry, sorry to butt in there, Sam, mm. but I heard Mick Moldhouse a couple of weeks ago say that he spoke to you and you said one thing that he had, no, someone, it was Perth Radio. <laughs> what were you doing listening to Perth Radio? I just download all types of shit. So <laughs> someone I can't imagine what your porn catalogue would be. And then you download radio. How that? that? What, you, what kind of porn do you think you'd watch, Samantha? I don't want to think no, about not? what kind of porn. I'll tell you what I wouldn't watch. Midget porn? Or well, I was about to say, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what I wouldn't watch, what, what you and someone else regularly sends me. <laughs> so, oh, I mustn't be in that chat, thank goodness. You can, you're more than welcome if no, you'd no. like. It's quite okay. Yeah, we can include you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it must have been Pendle's uh, 350 week. And okay. someone said, how do you compare you, Pendle's and Buck's? Yep. He said what they had in common is they didn't argue with the umpires. Dane used to say, what's the fucking point? They're never going to change their mind. Yeah, exactly. So now you, now you are arguing. <laughs> uh, no, I don't argue because, like, what's they're, the they're very finicky there. Like, um, like they give away 50 for absolutely no reason. Um, Do you think it is, though, the Jack Ginnivan clause that they're, oh, we're just, they're we're, painting we're you with that brush? Clearly, I hate it. Everyone hates St. Kilda City in the yeah. league. Because yeah. you've got ex- – No, but I think it's just like a – it's a love to hate Collingwood. Yeah, style. so we're an unsavoury kind of bunch down there. Oh, that's unsurprising. Yeah, there's um, yeah, it's a bent club, but um, and that's why you guys. Yeah, it's there. fun. I, I love being down there. Um, what we need to do just can't beat ourselves. We beat ourselves. We'll go up five goals on the weekend, then just through the queue in the rack, undisciplined, and then we end up getting beat. So if we decide to play our best, no one will beat us, but. Fucking who knows that has to come out. Um, and and a fully fit side like I was playing with one wing. Um, it's no, but it's it's amazing. Like because you're not, it a, is. you know, because you're not a Collingwood. You don't have. If I was playing at the MCG, like you'd be right. I'd still try and tackle, bounce, 
backpack or the fly, just do what you do. And you're running around now. I couldn't yell across the ground. It was like the motivation to like fucking stick your head over the ball, but especially when you have a little little injury is just not there. Um, but so I'd like to be fully fit. Uh, from Dimmy, who will win the Brownlow and who's your Smokey? Uh, <coughs> Brownlow, I'll say Oliver. Who who would he, who would be who would he be the favourite? Uh, Neil and Neil and um, and uh, and Andy Brayshaw would be okay. in the mix as well. Okay, I'm going to say Oliver, just for his last few few years, probably deserves he'll get, one. He'll get three this Saturday night too. Probably deserves one. And Smokey, um, uh, what? Well, no, why don't whisper? Oh, I have a but question. Buddy, well, buddy. fucking ask it. No, up, is <laughs> well, that to give you time to work out who no, your smoke is? No, no, my it's because you want to ask a question. My question is, how soon after the final whistle do the umpires lodge their um, votes? That's a good question. I haven't got the answer. I'd imagine. The, it's that night. It is that night. Yeah, before they leave the change rooms. Do they have yeah. time to reflect? Because my point is, we, we touched on I it earlier. I believe they get stats. Oh, they get I stats. believe they get stat sheets and they can discuss it. Because there, we touched on it with Braden Maynard. It seems to be you can almost look at it. The person that gets the most mm. possessions gets the most Brownlow votes because they generally are the best players, Samantha. But not always, right? There are uh, other. There are other when players. I was playing, it was very fucking. <laughs> That's for you. <laughs> yeah, but there you, are you other. Walked into that one. There yeah. are other players that have a bigger impact. Let's say that. Okay, let's say maybe not first, maybe not three points. Scott Wine, Samantha. Scott? Tony Liberatore. What's it, what's it, what's the Tony Liberatore. What's the significance of Scott Wan? I don't know Scott Wan. I think I'm right in saying it. This is off the is this a head. Tony Liberatore thing? No, the other side of it. He's a ruckman. I think he was the last non-midfielder to win the award. Right. So that backs up your point. They pretty much look at midfielders and the most it's amount of possessions. So it's not really the best and fairest on the ground then, is it? It's a midfielder's yeah. award. Well, that's where all the best players play, Samantha. Okay. Wayne Carey never won one. No, this is the, and Lee, there are, Lee Matthews never won one, particularly when he went up forward. He was, his votes dropped. So should there be an, should there be should they not step back and look at the game and say who had more of an impact? Who was the best player on the ground? Not that's just. What, I would imagine that's what they do, Samantha. But, but they clearly don't. I don't think they do. Do you? Yes, I think they do. That's coming from a Brownlow yeah. medalist, though. Yeah, I reckon do you think so? I reckon he's got a fair, <laughs> fair bias there. But, but no, in saying no. this, and not to toot your own horn, you, you largely were the best player. Sam, it goes back to my point at the start of the show that we discussed that actually most people don't work out who's the most influential. They do tend to look at numbers, and that, that'll, which doesn't, of course, mean that if you get the num- most numbers, you aren't best on ground, but it, mm. they don't tend to look at cohesion and those type of things. Shit happens. Mm. Uh, well, look at the coaches' awards. Who, let's, uh, coaches think they know who's, who's leading them. Midfielders. Ah, oh, that's a fucking shock, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not saying it disagree. Let's have a look at I'm the media awards. Who's midfielders win all awards because they're the best players and they have the most opportunity to play well everywhere because they're around the ball all the time. Scott Penderbury's not a midfielder anymore, though, is he? He's not. He's not the fucking top of the leaderboards. No, but he's still one of the best players, though, no, right? He's not. You wouldn't say he's one of the best players going around. No. You don't think that? No, I don't. Okay. He's a very good player, but he's not yeah. one of the best. He has been for a very long time. Um, Shea Bolton, my Smokey. Yeah. Very, very Ooh. good player. Good mm. player, isn't he? Yeah. It's fantastic watch. Um, from GJ O'Annie, and I'm just looking for the other one as well. Uh, great chat with Nick Maxwell. We had fantastic feedback about Nick mm. Maxwell. Uh, Dane, have you worked out why he's the CEO type of material? <laughs> very similar to me, yeah. <laughs> I sit arguing with strangers on Twitter. Very, <laughs> with, with very motivated. Fork in the road. He went CEO route. I went, let's fucking jump in the mud on Twitter and argue with fuckwits. <laughs> Uh, from Bryn, hey Swanee, how's the top of the foot for a tattoo? Uh, 
Uh, oh, painful. It's, it's two questions here. So you've done the top of the foot. I'm, a, I'm a not one with Pascara, not me sore one. Right. No, I've left that alone. Um, reminds me of Pascara. Reminds me of who <laughs> I used to be. Um, yeah, only the left foot, and it was quite painful. And Ralphie, I'm getting sick of backing donkeys. Two weeks. It's just a harsh. Have you got one for us? What do I have? Seven out of eight at big odds. Um, yeah, well, well, when we get to math science, we'll do that. For well, sure. I, I can't remember the last time I had a losing week, to be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. Why is that funny? It's not. It's, that's why not the a, fuck that's are you laughing? At you, that's like a how good are we? It, well, well, I know. Um, <laughs> stop <laughs> laughing. <laughs> stop laughing. From Mick. Hey, guys, thought about a Colorado campfire. No. Colorado campfire. No, we'll give that a miss. Why? Hang on, what? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Leave that alone, are you? Google it. Uh, from D Mechanic, would you rather have the ability to fly or the ability to have eternal youth and never die? Uh, uh, eternal youth. But then all your friends around you would die. Thank fuck. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> from Kev, some new ones. From Kevzagram. <laughs> How was the ring sting after the burger challenge? Did you need to sit in a bath full of milk? So it was, it was <laughs> no good. Um, so it's a double shot. How much did how much did the pain have been going in, and how much was it going out, which we don't see on camera? The act of stuffing a marshmallow up a girl's asshole hang and on, then proceeding on, to fuck the marshmallow deeply inside her like one was loading an old Civil War musket. That's the Colorado campfire. Should we just end it there? Why? I, that's, I don't know. That was, that's quite a good one. Can it? If this was a spelling bee, it'd be if the kid was there. Can I get it in a sentence? Last night, my girlfriend made me give her a Colorado campfire. It was delicious. Dolphin trombone. Put that in October 18. Thanks, dolphin. Hang on. How did they know that it was delicious? There was no mention of after attraction. Uh, and then um, the female is asked to evacuate the contents upon. Two eagerly waiting Graham crackers. It is considered rude if the cracker is not consumed afterwards. Um, so that's, your, that's your Colorado campfire, people. Who yeah. wrote that in? Who sent that in? End of part one. Well, we didn't finish the first question. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 